Good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes with Him, a prayer call where we gather from 5.45 to 6 a.m. I am your host, Sister Valerie Lee, and I thank you so much for joining me this morning. Once again, we have seen a new day and a full week, and the Lord has kept us, and for that we give Him glory. I hope that you have all been, those of you that have been participating in the fast and the consecration, that you have been doing it, that you have been seeking the Lord and praying. And if you've messed up on any day, I hope that you just dust yourself off. You got back up again and you continued it. And so we know that we will end tomorrow by 6 p.m. And I just pray that you will, um, there will be a change. I know it was only five days, but at the end of the day, there's just a purpose for you to do better, to seek him. And so because of that, uh, we pray that the Lord will bless you so that on Sunday, which is Pentecost Sunday, you will be blessed. The word will go forth at the church that you gather in and then from moving forward this June, the July, August, September, moving for the rest of this year, that your relationship will be closer with him and you will seek him even the more. And so that is what we need to do, not just for now, but we need to fast all the time. We need to pray all the time. And so for those of you that join me, we thank God and we thank God for him showing up in our lives. And so today, when you get an opportunity, I want you to read Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 6 and 14 through 21. I am reading from the New Living Translation of these verses. And it reads on this wise. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them the ability. At that time, there were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem. When they heard the loud noise, everyone came running, and they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers. Verse 14, Then Peter stepped forward with the eleven other apostles and shouted to the crowd, Listen carefully, all of you, fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem. Make no mistake about this. These people are not drunk, as some of you are assuming. Nine o'clock in the morning is much too early for that. No, what you see what was predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. And I will cause wonders in the heavens above and the signs on the earth below, blood and fire and clouds of smoke. The sun will become dark and the moon will turn red, blood red before that great and glorious day of the Lord arrives. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So far, the scripture. And so today we are reading the account that happened after Jesus ascended to the Father. Jesus gave instructions and he let them know that, uh, that he was going to his Father, but that he was sending the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. He told him to wait. He also told, he spoke through John, who said that John was the one who baptized with 
water, but in a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And so they were to wait and to tarry. So when you talk about Pentecost, Pentecost is 50 days after the first day of Passover. It is when the outpouring of the Holy Spirit happened, and many you will hear say it is the birth of the church because they were all in one room, the upper room, if you will. They were all believers. They were in one place and in one accord. And it was almost like there was a tornado that happened in the room. But all of a sudden there were these flames of tongues, if you will, flames of fire that sat on the heads of everyone who was present, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. He gave them the ability to begin to speak in other language and to glorify God. And it says that this is just what was spoken about in Joel. The prophet talked about it, that all of this would happen in the last days, that his spirit, God's spirit, Holy Spirit, would be poured out upon all people. And so there would be some some signs of that. You will see young men um, they would be. They would see visions, and you would see omen dreaming dreams, and and daughters and sons would prophesy. And it says, "On all of my servants, men and women, not just men, it said men and women alike would prophesy. There would be these wonders that would happen, all kinds of signs. But it says." It is a preparation before the day of the Lord, the day that he would return. It says, and anyone who is not saved, if you call on him, you will be saved. And so we need to have a Pentecost experience. We need a Pentecost prayer. We need a Pentecost worship. We need the fire of God to come down to all that know our God, and we need to have an experience. We need to be affected by Pentecost. There should be a change in the lives of the people who experienced this Pentecost. It did. When you see that they were all in the upper room, all of the believers, they were in the upper room, and there was a change that happened. And so we, as his children, we need to seek God like never before. There's no reason why we should not be looking at what happened at Pentecost. I know a lot of people connected to Pentecost uh, in terms of a denomination, but Pentecost is in the Bible. So there should be an explanation. There should be an experience. There should be a worship. There should be a focus, and it should be a high holy day that everyone is looking for Pentecost because we need God to, to wake us up. We need him to revive us. We need that fire from our king to change because change us so that we'll be better for him and that there would be signs and wonders. And so right now we're going to pray that as we are still in the midst of seeking him, as we are going towards Pentecost Sunday, that there would be a change because revival needs to be in the land. Revival is what needs to happen. And it's not by our might or by our power, but it's by his spirit that this will happen. And then when there's revival, we would see immediate changes. Things would change. This virus would leave. There would be the violence in the land would stop. We need revival and we need the fire of God to come down. So let's look to the Lord in prayer for this Pentecostal experience that we need to have. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another morning. We thank you for another day, God. Great God, you are. You are one who keeps us. You watch over us. You protect us while we sleep. You wake us up in the morning. You start us on our way. You have us to lead, to drive, to walk, to go different places. God, we just want to say thank you. We know it's for no goodness of our own. It's not because we've done anything so awesome, but it's because you love us. It's because you kept us. It's because you still have plans for us, God. And so for that, we give you praise. Thank you for your compassion. They do not fail. You are great and you are faithful to each and every one of us 
that's listening, that's praying, that will pray later, God, you are faithful to us no matter what, God, no matter how unfaithful we are at times, no matter how we just keep moving and doing everything else, fall asleep, want to pray, don't pray, don't worship, don't believe you at times. Don't doubt you. Lord, you are faithful to us, and for that, we give you the glory, God, this morning. We thank you for being a God who forgives, so we ask you, please forgive us. Please have mercy upon us. We know that we are not right all the time. We know that the, that spirit doesn't dwell with us always. So because of that, we mess up. We say things, we behave, and we look a certain way. We don't want to do. Lord, we mess up, but you are a forgiving and a merciful God, and we are grateful for that. So thank you for forgiving us this morning, loving us, keeping us, covering us, God. You are the one who deserves that praise. You are the one who deserves the glory. This morning, Lord, we come to you with this conversation of Pentecost. Some, they don't even know because they don't really talk about it in their churches. So they just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've heard about that. But Lord, we that know about Pentecost, we know it was an amazing experience. It is always talked about in scripture. It is when your spirit came and it fell upon them and it was in them and it it gave them this power and they, they knew something happened. It wasn't just a service like just normal, just a regular service where the people were excited about each other, but your presence showed up. You were there. You showed up, and they began to glorify, and it says there was a sound. And so, Lord, there's so many who are, are seeking the sound. We know that there's a certain sound, that when the sound is there, you will show up. You will be there. And so, Father, we ask that you would help us to have an experience, a Pentecost experience. We need you to show up in our gatherings, Lord. We need to gather in your name, God, and you said that you would be in the midst. So if you're in the midst and we're seeking you to show up, to have them, uh, or to have some type of moment where you would be there, let your presence, let your power fall, let your fire fall upon us, Lord, then our gatherings would be different. They would be unusual. They would not be the same. Oh, God, there's so many people who have become um very discomforted just, and just discouraged because they say it's just the same thing. Nothing has changed. But God, give us a mindset to gather so that you can show up, God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we ask just like you did. You did it and you showed yourself in the way of fire on Mount Sinai. Lord, Mount Sinai was covered with smoke. And because you descended on that holy hill, there was there was a presence that was there so that Moses, even while he was there, he had to take off his shoes because you let them know this is holy ground. This is a place where I am. I am here. I am that I am. And so, Lord, we ask in the name of the Lord Jesus that that we need you. We need your fire. We need your presence because we know that you are a consuming fire. We know that you are the one that can burn everything up that is not like you. You can toss out all the things. You can make that fire. Let it be a spring in us so that, God, that there would be a change, that we would be different. Why are we the same? Why is there, it seems that it's just 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 business as usual. God, it's not business. You are a God who you're not a business as usual God. You do what you want, how you want, when you want. You're sovereign. You come from the left. You come from the right. You do whatever it is that you command yourself to do. So, Father, this day, we ask that you would help us in the name of the Lord Jesus because we 
We know that you're a powerful God. Lord, you are a God that's worthy. You are greater than any God that's on the earth. You, There's nothing that can stop you. There's nothing that can thwart your plans. There's nothing that we should be looking at saying, well, we know that God can take care of all of that, but he can't take care of this. You take care of everything. You are in charge. And so, Father, help us as we get together for our Bible studies and for our prayer gatherings, and for our services, God, that we set up. Let your presence come in. Let your power fall, God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. God, we need you. We need you so much right now. It is evident that we need you. You said that he who thirsts and hunger after righteousness shall be filled. But as we are hungering and thirsting after the righteousness of who you are, God, your presence, God, we need your fire. We need your fire. When we think about fire, when fire gets on something, it begins to spread. So we need that fire to go from one believer to the next believer, that we will be powerful, that we will begin to talk and tell people, God can do it. He can change it. He can heal it. He can do it because we prayed, not because we're great, but because the fire of your presence is so strong that people see it. They know. They don't have to be told about it, but they can see it, Lord. So today, Lord, we ask that the same way that Gideon, Gideon asked you for a sign. Lord, that's who we are. We are so fickle. We are so human that we need signs. He asked for a sign. Even when you told him he was a mighty man of valor and that you were with him and it was that you were ready to do great things, he was like, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to do that. So he asked for a sign. He asked for the fire to consume the fleet. God, not only just Gideon, but Elijah. Elijah asked for the fire to come down and to burn up the altars with Baal. God, you are a God that you've shown yourself in fire. We know that you can do it. God, even with Daniel, oh God, there was fire in the furnace of Jesus with the three Hebrew boys. And when they looked in, the king looked in, he said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't I throw three in, but how come I see four? And the fourth looks like the son of man. God, son of God, I thank you, God, because you are a God who is fire. You are supposed to do that because that's who you are. You burn up things. So today we are asking in the name of the Lord Jesus that you would burn up sin in us, God, in the name of Jesus, that you burn up unrighteousness, that you burn up complacency, that you burn up wickedness, that you burn up slowfulness, God, that you burn up the works of the flesh in the name of Jesus, that you burn up us being despondent, that you burn us us not trusting you, that we burn up our faithlessness, that you burn up, God, in the name of Jesus, hopelessness and prayerlessness. You are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And so, God, when you do all this burning in us, God, that you get out the impurities, God, you're creating in us a clean heart, and you're renewing a right spirit in us. we can go forth and do your will in every place that you have purposed and positioned us on this earth. We thank you, God. And when your presence comes in and you're there in us and above us and around us, God, there will be change. There will be change. So, God, we pray for change concerning people who are not saved. God, we pray for salvation. And we know that because we trust you to do it, you're going to save, God. You are mighty to save, God. You sent your son because you wanted to save us from sin and from hell. We thank you for doing it now in the name of Jesus. We pray for you to cover the children today in the name of the Lord Jesus. Cover children everywhere, every age, from babies all the way up, God. Protect them. Oh, God, speak to them in the name of Jesus. Your presence goes everywhere, God, in the name of Jesus. So children that look like they are not listening, that they are rebellious, that they are disrespectful. Lord, you are a God that when we pray for them, Lord, your presence will go and shake them and shift them, and they will begin to walk upright because God. 
God, we are praying you, and we're praying your word. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would help those who have been harmed by all kinds of violence in every way, from robberies to accidents, rapes, oh God, from damage that has been done in their heart, from people, from people who spoke words to hurt them. God, any kind of violence, any kind of pain that they've been hurt with, God, we pray your your healing, because you are a God of fire, but you're a God who heals. You're a God of peace. You're a God of hope. You're a God of faith. So so, Father, do it for your children today in the name of the Lord Jesus. Those who are sick, we pray for healing. Your healing power is real. You are still the God. You healed the woman with the issue of blood. You healed the man who had to be brought through the roof and his friends lowered him down because you are a God that can heal. When the centurion said, come and heal my servant, he said, just send the word because I'm not even worthy for you to come in the house. God, if you did it in Scripture in all different ways, Lord, what is up with today? nothing. You could do it today. So get it in our mindset that you are a God who can heal sickness. You can heal those who are sick in heart, sick in mind, sick in spirit. So Lord, that same Messiah that happened on the day of Pentecost, let it show up, God, in the politicians with the gun laws. Let it show up in the schools. Let it show up in the in the in the banks when they done wrong to not give people money because of a color and prejudice. Let it show up in families who don't they're not talking to each other. They hate each other. Why? Because we need your presence, God, to burn up everything in the home. Let it show up, God, in the money, God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. That if we reap and sow um, sparingly, we said we will reap sparingly, but we so bountifully, we'll reap bountifully, God. Let it show up in our relationships, God, in the name of Jesus, that your people, God, there will be an evident change in the lives of your people. We are supposed to be different. We are holy. We're royal priesthoods. We are peculiar. So we're supposed to look different, act different, but we're not supposed to act like we're better. We're supposed to be different so that people will say, what is it about you? What is it about them? I want to be like that. I I need to know who their God is. Lord, let your Fire, come down in the name of Jesus. Fire, 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 come down in the name of Jesus in your people. Help us, God, to live a life that is worthy, God. Help us to live a life that is an example to those who do not know. So many are seeking and they're seeking everything but you. But, God, you are the consuming fire. You are the great one. You are the fire. And, let God, we ask for your fire of the Holy Spirit to come and to show up on our behalf. God, cover us today. Keep us wherever we go. We take the blood of Jesus over every single person, place, thing, wherever we go, wherever your children are. Be with us, God, in the name of Jesus. Be with us in cars and buses and trains and planes and other sides of the side of the world. Here, Lord, you can do it because you're God. And besides you, there is no other. We thank you for this prayer. We thank you for guiding us and strengthening us to read your word, to pray your word, to speak your word, to meditate on your word, because we said when we would do it, we would have good success. We bless you this day. We give you all the glory that only belongs to you. Nobody else. Nobody else shall get the glory. Only you, Father. Only you, Father, because you are great and you're worthy to be praised. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. And for your sake alone, amen and amen again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So be encouraged. 
trust the Lord. Seek Him. Seek this Pentecost experience. Continue to pray. Continue to miss a meal. But do this on a regular basis, not just now, but do it moving forward. Discipline your body to be subject to the Holy Spirit and to seek the things of God so that when you do, God will speak. He will show up. He will answer prayers. He will give you peace. He will give you direction. He will give you wisdom because He's that kind of God. You know that I love you. But God truly loves you more. Have a blessed day and an awesome weekend. And join me again for 15 or a little more minutes with him. Take care. Thank you for listening to 15 Minutes with Him. If you like what you just heard, be sure to give us a five-star rating review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts and share it with everyone you know. Please email all suggestions, ideas, and compliments to request at ValerieLee.org. 15 Minutes with Him is brought to you by The Urban Bite, an executive produced by Charles E. Williams Jr. and co-produced by Sister Valerie E. Lee. 